All right. Ready to do this, baby? Yes, I am. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party naked. Shit happens when you party naked. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party naked. Naked. Love it. I have heard that 100,000 times. I feel like. Welcome, motherfuckers. This shit happens when you party naked. I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you ate the fuck out of some food, and I hope you didn't have to report to work at some shitty-ass retail joint that's just going to bend you over and fuck you as soon as the holidays are done, motherfuckers. I am Jason Almy. I'm the host of this bitch. Speaking of which, I'm joined by my co-host, wife, soulmate, and baby mama, Christina Almy, what's good, baby? Hey there. Hey there. Hi. You just said fuck like six times. Oops. Quite the opening. Sorry. Might be, y'all. I like saying fuck. What can I tell you? For this episode, we have partnered with a new app called Kyrie. K-Y-R-I-E. Like the beloved 80s song. If you've ever felt like you had a burning question... Uh, about a podcast, you've been listening to our podcast, and I said something wrong, I pronounced something wrong, or you got like a burning question like, what the fuck is this guy smoking, and why is he, he such an asshole, then, you know, Kyrie is for you. Have some, You got something to say about the episode? Head over to Kyrie, Kyrie.fm, K-Y-R-I-E.fm, slash party naked. That's our, that's our page over there at Kyrie.fm. We've partnered with these guys. So you can leave us comments, you can talk about specific episodes, or you can leave general comments. It's actually a really cool website. We have um, placed a link in the show notes, so you can click the show notes if you want to go over there and you want to settle my hash on this episode. Tell me how wrong I am about the JFK conspiracies, whatever you want to do. Go on over to kyrie.fm slash party naked, or click the link in the show notes, k-y-r-i-e dot f-m slash party naked i'll see you over there because i'm going to be answering all your shitty comments you got shit to say you want to talk some shit you better expect me to show up dog and i got something fucking special for you guys today we're going to kick off your black friday your thanksgiving weekend with big earl's conspiracy casserole we're going to get big earl on the horn we're about to call big earl we're about to see what the fuck is up with the old man God damn it. I'm like an old man. Not that old man. So, let us call your mother. I can hear it ringing. It's very cool. Uh, oh, really? Hello. She's getting dead. Hello. Oh, <laughs> big girl. What's good? What are you doing? Oh, we're just uh, recording a podcast. What's good with you? I am here. You're here. You are here. Hi, you Dad. is here. Yes. Do you want to talk to my agent or what? <laughs> um, I thought we had all the contractual stuff hammered out already. I don't know. I've been reading it. It's not very explicit. Mm, you're going to play hardball with us, eh? Hey? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I know. Instead of a six-pack, it's going to be a 12-pack. I think we can handle six more Bud Lights. I think we can we can double the Bud Light. Everybody, uh, everybody listening, this here is the man who his favorite Thanksgiving dish is Bud Light. The man, the myth, the legend, Big Earl Melanson. What's good, everybody? Welcome him. Welcome him to the show. This is where I'm going to edit in all the clapping. <laughs> oh, good, good. Yes. It's going to be a standing ovation. It's going to be a standing ovation. It's not going to be like one dude clapping. I, I had wanted to talk to you 
given that last Friday was the anniversary of the JFK assassination, it's been on my mind. I don't know why. I've been like diving into the YouTube rabbit hole, watching the JFK conspiracy videos. And I thought, um, you know, who do, who else would I want to talk conspiracy shit with other than my father-in-law, right? Yes, I can see. Uh, well, I, I can't see that. But, uh, yeah, uh, I had a little niche in my mind about conspiracies and everything else, you know. Yeah, the JFK thing. I think is probably one of the more interesting conspiracies because it doesn't involve like aliens or Sasquatch or fantastical elements. It's really just more, it's sort of like the 9-11 one. It's like, what do you believe? I can't believe there's conspiracies about 9-11. Well, maybe next time we'll get into that one, Han. Not to, yeah, yeah. sidecar us. You don't, you, don't think, you don't think there's conspiracies in 9-11? I said I can't believe there is. There totally is. I we'll, know there is, but it just surprises oh. me that there is. For Big Earl's next casserole, we'll cook up some 9-11 conspiracy shit. <laughs> that would be so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I like I like yeah, those ones, though, because it's like, what do you feel like your government or agents that uh, that are within the government are capable of? And know? I think I'm too ni- I'm like too innocent in my um, opinion of like the government, so I'm like, no way. Earl, she trusts the government. She I trusts do. the NSA. That's a problem. That's a problem. They can tell you anything. Yeah, they they'll and, tell and you whatever. No way of you either backing it up or, or checking your facts or this because even your your fact checkers should be paid off or whatever. I mean, it sounds ridiculous as far as the. It, it's really hard to find the truth, I and mean, there's really no way of telling the truth or finding a uh, reputable mm. point. That you can go to time and time again to, to find a truthful answer that you trust. And that's, I think, very, very hard. There's, I don't think there is any. I agree. Yeah. I, I totally agree that I feel yeah. like it is really hard to know who you can trust and what info. And especially with a case like the, 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 with the JFK assassination, the people who were investigating the case are the people who are suspected of being well, involved in the conspiracy. Be complicit in it. I mean, very easily, you know, be complicit in anything. You know, I mean, the government, money talks. I mean, there's a lot of money. And, yeah, and I mean, you can go into a whole bunch of things. I mean, it's just like, you know, if they had just, uh, what, in 61, I think it was, they had the issue with uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah. Well, now you could say, well, they, they sent some Cubans over to us, uh, you know, maybe put out there. So, you know, uh, Russia, you know, uh, had an issue, you know, and so it, it, it's so, and why did uh, Lee Harvey Oswald get shot? Well, I mean, that doesn't make sense. I mean, there's so much you know, going why, on. Yeah, there's so many questions well, that so never were answered. You mentioned, you mentioned the Cuban Missile Crisis. That was kind of the beginning of JFK's rocky relationship with the CIA. This is why people oftentimes think the CIA had something to do with it. Christina, were you aware of that? What do you think, Jason? I don't think you were. I was not. I think Chrissy didn't know. I didn't know. So what happened was there was a staged invasion. It's called the Bay of Pigs. It was a huge I've heard incident. of Bay of Pigs. Yeah. And, and so the CIA expected that uh, JFK would authorize military action, including an invasion of Cuba, full-scale invasion of Cuba. But JFK, being that he didn't want to risk all-out nuclear war with Soviet Union at the time, he said, no dice. So he basically, the, the way they felt, the way the CIA felt was that they just left, or the JFK just left them hanging, you know, just balls out in the breeze, you know? And so then the, the idea is that, do these guys want to keep him in office if he's not going to back them up? And there's even rumors that he was going to break the CIA apart. He was going to splinter them up into smaller agencies, reduce their power. So that's kind of the, one of the first conspiracy theories is maybe the the cia did it mm. what do you think of that dad well also with the cuban missile crisis they had uh, identified a, a uh, launch facility that was being built in cuba mm-hmm. yeah uh, they, they, uh, they had you know photographs of that then they had the uh blockade and yeah we became yeah we were very close to world uh 
you know, you'd play a wall right there. Yeah, that would have been World War Three for us. They didn't turn around. Uh, Kennedy wasn't going to back down. You know, that was very tense. Yeah. Know? Yeah, that was when the... so Yeah, yeah, maybe something, you know, tilted off of that, too. You know, mm-hmm. The Soviets they, they were planting missiles in Cuba. Down, and so they're going to get rid of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that pissed off the Joint Chiefs because they wanted to go to war. I mean, they wanted the Joint Chiefs, the generals there, they were okay with going in, blowing some shit up, let's let's invade Cuba, it, we don't care if it pisses off the Soviet Union, we can take them. And JFK didn't have that mentality, like he wanted, he didn't want to start shit because he thought he could take the Soviet Union. Because at the time, we had them completely outgunned. Like our ICBMs, the our Soviet nukes. Union? Yeah, we had way more. And ours could actually hit. Like they had a very limited capability in terms of what they could offensively do to us during the 60s. Because they didn't have That's as That's why they wanted Cuba. That's why they wanted Cuba. Soviet exactly. Union did? Yeah. Yes. Clearly, well, I got well, it. They had Cuba, but history. they wanted to bring missiles into Cuba. Yeah. yeah. They so wanted the, to bring yeah. missiles into Cuba? The Soviets did put missiles oh, yeah, in Cuba. Right pissed the u.s off because it's like whoa this is our hemisphere dog you better back the fuck up don't be putting 60 miles cuba is from from the southernmost point of florida really so cuba is very very close well within striking distance of the united states putting missiles there i mean that's like your enemy hanging right outside your your door waiting for you to go to work one day you're gonna bag over your head and then boom and so then what did jfk think of that well, well, what he did, he created the, the blockade. You know, and yeah, they were bringing so, the missiles over by, by, by boat, you know, and he yeah. blockaded Cuba. Yeah, he basically, oh. they created a, a yeah. military blockade in the waters around Cuba. And they weren't letting shit in or out. Oh, gotcha. And they were just like, hey, we're going to quarantine you right here. In fact, I think that's what they called it. Kennedy wanted to call it a quarantine instead of a blockade because the blockade sounded like a military term. And he was trying to avoid direct conflict with Soviet Union. Oh, right. In fact, there's a good movie on about that. I forget what the name of it is. Uh, I don't remember the name, but it was a very good movie. And it brought a lot of this about, you know, because uh, Kennedy was talking to his brother, Robert. Yeah. And then they had the, uh, what do you call it, the um, translator. They, they, they said, well, what is the influx of... Uh, uh, who was the uh, was the Khrushchev back then? Yeah, that was Khrushchev. Khrushchev. What's his inflection of his voice? What is the because you know, they had him on the phone and yada 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 and yeah, there was a, there was a pretty intense moment there that we came very close to a nuclear war. You know, that's probably the closest we've ever been. You know? Yeah. So. Uh, Christina, you can see where the conspiracy nuts are kind of thinking that maybe the CIA, along with other branches of the U.S. military, were kind of upset with JFK. They're also worried about, he, after the, the Cuban Missile Crisis, he disregarded them. He was like, these generals are just old. They don't know. They're not worth shit. They're all full of hot air, basically. He just, Kennedy was like, I'm done with these guys. So they were worried about their continual the continuation of their power. They wanted to stay in their their intelligence agency. They wanted to maintain their position. So you can see why some mm-hmm. people think that maybe they had something to do with it. There's also the idea that maybe the mafia was involved. Right, because Bobby Kennedy was going after uh, the mafia. That, that yeah. was his big thing as uh, attorney general. Real and hard. So, yeah. yeah he was JFK's attorney general. I, I, yeah. I really feel that's why you get killed. Well, you never know. I mean, it's... 64 or whatever. Yeah, so the the mafia was kind of a new thing in the public eye at that time, during the 60s. It had existed for a while, right? All the way back to the Prohibition days, Meyer Lansky and what's his name? Lucky Luciano. I mean, they, they kind of created the American mafia decades earlier, but it was kind of a secret. It wasn't everybody kind of denied that it existed until the 60s and then the 60s was when it kind of came out and there were a few people from the mafia who wound up testifying and spreading some info and admitting that it really was a thing so of course at the time bobby kennedy is he's all over him he's going after him he's trying to break him up yeah there's kind of the mafia connection as well they have a motive but then 
the guy who shot Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald is the, um, on paper, he's recognized by the Warren Commission and the Special Commission, the Senate Commission on Assassinations in the 70s. He's recognized as the guy who killed JFK, Mm -hmm. right? The lone gunman, he shot JFK. He's solely responsible for JFK's murder. Well, two days later, he's in custody and they're, they're marching him out to transfer him or whatever. And Jack Ruby, who's a mafia-connected nightclub owner in Texas, shoots and kills Lee Harvey Oswald in front of everybody, just walks right up to him, boom, boom. Just like Godfather Part Two, at the end, where he's like, Michael Corleone, he says hello, and he shoots the dude. We're going to need to watch Godfather Part Two again, I think. Mm-hmm. But so there's the mafia well, well, connection. Well, why, would the, me, why, why is he you know, What I'm saying is if you look at it on paper, why is... Why would he even care if somebody's telling him, somebody should be telling him, you have to go kill Lee Harvey Oswald. Exactly. Otherwise, why would he give a shit? You why would he? Saying? Yeah, maybe yeah, he was... Well, why does Jack Ruby give a shit about this guy? Oh, so that... there's, there's something there, you know? That explains why Lee Harvey Oswald was claiming to be a patsy the whole time. He was in custody. He said, it wasn't me, I didn't do it, I'm a patsy. He's the fall guy. He's claiming to be the fall guy. And then Jack Ruby, who's a mafia associate comes up, guns him down. Why does the mafia kill anybody? Nine times out of ten, it's because they want him to... hiding something. Yeah, they want to keep him quiet. He can't talk if he's dead. Can't talk if he's dead, you know what I'm saying? So we got to go knock that Lee Harvey Oswald guy off. We got to go bump him off when they're transferring him. I'm going to pop him. Yeah, but why? See, anybody could pay him, though, if you think about it. You know, say Lyndon Johnson wanted to be the president, you know? I mean... Him and Kennedy's have, have had words. They weren't getting along. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so you, you never know, you know. I mean, yeah, yes, he has, you know, mafia back, you know, in the background here. But, uh, you know, I mean, you could go on all these other things. You know, I, I don't want to come off the, the page here, but, you know. You, go right off you know, the page. You know, I mean, look, how, look how much money is, is out there. You could pay these, the guys that were supposed to watch him, you know, whatever, you know. and we see you know, the guy, he's hanging himself with, with paper sheets. I mean, what do you mean I, like Epstein? How does that happen? It's just stupid. I mean, it's just so one, one thing after another. With the mafia connection, there was a guy who claimed to be the second shooter on the grassy knoll. He claimed mm-hmm. that he was working for the mafia and the CIA together. So this obviously has not been substantiated by any evidence, but this guy comes forward in the 70s and says, look, it was me, I was the other shooter, I was on the grassy knoll, and Lee Harvey Oswald took a couple of shots, I took a couple of shots, I'm the one who killed him, and the mafia and the CIA were in bed together and made me do it. There was two different rifles too, wasn't it? Well, there was the... the second rifle was different. Yeah, there was the the... There was some audio recordings that of of the um, of the incident, of course, and they've uh, isolated the the audio, and they have found uh, what sounded like six different gunshots. They were looking at the the um, audio waveform. That's the image of the of the audio, and they were looking at they were analyzing the peaks, and they were saying it could have been as many as six gunshots. So the official story is that Har- Lee Harvey Oswald took three. He took three shots. First one missed. Second one went through his neck. Third one was the fatal shot to the head. But um, obviously, there's conspiracy theorists out there that think maybe, maybe there were more shots. Maybe there were six shots, and that also explains why um, um, JFK was shot twice. But then also the governor who was sitting in front of him was shot like three times. You know, he was shot through the, well, through was, the back and that was a magic wrist. bullet too. You remember? I had heard that the reason why that bullet maybe was able to complete its trajectory through JFK's, it came through his neck and went through his neck and then it hit the governor in front of him in the back, kind of near the shoulder blade and then emerged right. just under his nipple. So it was obviously a downward right. trajectory, but um, people think it's kind of weird for it to go through uh, JFK's neck and then hit the governor so low in the back. But um, the story is that the uh, the seats of the limo were were different. The JFK's seat was higher, which kind of makes sense. You want people to be able to see him. He's like waving at folks. 
So they were saying well, yes, that because his yes, seat was a little but, higher. But, the, but what about what about all the bouncing off? I mean, if you look at the trajectory and they made a line, it's zigzagging. Yeah. You know, I know it ricochets off a bone and stuff, but yeah, that so, would be a pretty powerful shot. I mean, God, once it hits the body, you would think it loses a lot of its momentum. You know? Yeah, you would think. I mean, particularly bouncing off bone. Like once it hits bone, that kind of slows it down, and you would think that would also damage the bullet. There's bullet fragments found from the first shot in the car, and they, those were those bullets were destroyed. So that second bullet, it does seem kind of weird that it's basically intact. But I could believe that maybe the governor was kind of moving or shifting, and that's why things were lined up weird. Like if you imagine him just sitting and looking ahead, it's kind of weird that the bullet would like come out under his nipple, but then hit the wrist on the other side of his body and then land in the thigh uh, underneath that wrist. But like if he was kind of twisting and maybe he was like leaning back, he was right about to say something to JFK or something like that when the shot rang out, then maybe he would just had his shit like lined up right. So that one, I'm like, I can, I can kind of, I can kind of buy that one. But it just seems like even from day one, the media was speculating that there was more than just Lee Harvey Oswald involved. The uh, Senate committee, the Warren commission, it wound up being called, they had even speculated maybe near the beginning that there were more than one shooter involved. So that whole thing, um, that's what really, I think, planted the seed of conspiracy in people's minds. So what do you think, Christina? Now that you've been educated, do you feel like it was just Lee Harvey Oswald and he acted alone and he did the thing? Or do you think there were, obviously somebody put Lee Harvey Oswald up to it, right? I mean, he lived in the Soviet Union for a few years. Was he a Russian agent? Yeah, he moved to the Soviet Union in 1959. I didn't know that. So he actually tried to rescind his American citizenship when he lived in the Soviet Union. He moved back here. He was a member of uh, the Communist Club of Louisiana or some shit. You know what I mean? He was. Hmm. I don't think he was a shooter. You don't think he acted alone? Because he almost certainly took the shots off. I mean, they found the gun in his possession, or they found the gun hidden, but they found um, another gun in his possession, and they. They were able to, I think they were able to convincingly, even the conspiracy theorists think that he was in the Texas school depository, the book depository, that he'd made the shots, but... I don't think he shot him. You don't think he shot him at all? Do you think he he wasn't even there that day? No. No? He was in Cuba? Really? Well, I mean, I don't know if he was there, but I don't think he's a shooter. Okay. I don't really have much reason, but just really, I think because of the mafia shot him. Yeah. You want to be controversial. Yeah. Do you think the mafia was in bed with the CIA, which would be super interesting? I don't have that that strong of a... It's been proven that the CIA has done some shady shit. I mean, we we can thank the CIA for crack cocaine. The crack cocaine would not be a thing if it weren't for the CIA. You heard about that, right, Earl? Yeah. 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 These guys are straight up arch-fucking criminals in the 80s. And it wouldn't surprise me if they did some shady shit before that, too. Dad, what do you think happened? Well, they can do whatever they want. What was that, Chris? What do you think happened with um, JFK? JFK? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hear he got, um, I think he took three shots out of the uh, book depository there up top there, because they found three sh- three uh, casings. They did. But I think it was, I think it was another shooter, and they call it the grassy knoll. Wouldn't it be and easy to just, another shooter there. wouldn't it be easy to fire the gun three times, collect the casings, and then just plant them up there later? But he later? didn't. He left them there. I mean, you could have. I don't know why he did that, you know. And but if you're in the CIA. And you you want to frame a patsy, then right. why not why not take the gun, shoot it, collect the casings, and then the day of the assassination, take Kennedy out however you want. And then if you're the CIA agent, you just all you got to do is just drop the casings and hide the gun there by the window, and then you're good to right. go. I mean, there's no way of proving yeah or nay. I mean, yeah. like I said, unless you were in the back of we have Oswald watching him do it. There's no way of proving anything, you know, yeah. to yourself, your personal, you know, you, you know. And that's true with all these different theories or whatever else of anything, you know. You just can't, you can believe the authorities, but who are the authorities and what's their agenda? Why are they saying what they're saying? Yeah, like I was and saying a moment ago, the guys who wound up investigating the case are the ones who are accused of of whacking JFK out. I mean, Alan Dulles, you know, he's investigating. He's uh, part of the CIA, George Bush Sr. He was in Texas that day working for the CIA. I mean, these are the guys who 
if you believe they took him out and they're in charge of doing the investigation, of course they're going to pin it on somebody like Lee Harvey Oswald, who's already a crackpot, communist, lived in the Soviet Union. He's the perfect scapegoat. I don't know, man. I'm starting to think maybe it was the CIA. Maybe they got the mafia involved a little bit too, you know, call up the mafia, see if Jack Ruby wants to whack out Lee Harvey Oswald. He doesn't get his day in court. It's fucking open and shut case. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. I, I, but, you, but, but, you, but you wonder, you know, what is the bottom line? Why did they have him killed? You know, and that's the issue to well, me. I'll, why, why would they want to be taken out? What was he doing yeah, I'll read, shot, I'll read this. I actually found some good stuff on, on I found a, a, a short paragraph on the internet that I think maybe. Must be true. It, well, it's, A, it has to be true. B, it gives oh, you yeah, a little bit of insight into why this mm-hmm. might have happened. So the quote is that JFK had deep concerns about the CIA running covert operations that overstepped official foreign policy, like the Bay of Pigs. The CIA was becoming a threat to democracy, if one believes in such things, or at least the traditional role of U.S. government. JFK firing Alan Dulles was a direct challenge to the power of intelligence agencies, including the FBI. JFK shared Eisenhower's view of the danger of permanent military establishments' intertwined relationship with business, the military-industrial complex. Also, RFK's war on organized crime made many enemies, being that organized crime was often in use in CIA operations. And of course, there was good old LBJ and Texas politics. The real question is, why wouldn't they blow JFK's brains out? Hmm. Wow, who wrote that? Mic drop. I don't know, some Reddit user. I thought it was good, so I saw oh, it. Okay. A Reddit yeah. user. A Reddit user. <laughs> Bardash conspiracy, <laughs> baby. Trouble is, you, you, think, you think we'll fall this stuff up 2008, if you think about it, all the shit that goes on, yeah. It's still going on today. For sure. You know, all the backdoor shit and all the, you know, you, you don't know who to trust. You don't know and who to believe. For every JFK, there's got to be 10 different conspiracy theories that nobody even knows about. You know, for every. Oh, sure. Yeah. If you don't pay attention, most people don't yeah. look into anything or even care like about me. it. Like you know? me. <laughs> like Christina, she's living the ignorance is bliss life. I love it. I love it for her. But maybe that's the way it should be. You know, they're going to do what they're going to do. They're going to do what they want to do. Yeah. So yeah. Hillary's going to take talks. you out if you come after her. They're going to do what they want to do, and Hillary's going to take your ass out. Oh yeah, she's up to what 160 something bodies or something insane. Something insane. I mean, she's definitely whacked oh. out more people than the CIA in the sixties. Well, let's see. No, the CIA took people out in the sixties. She was she's whacking oh, people definitely. out now. She's picked up where they left off. Oh, oh yeah. Oh definitely she was. Oh, yes. yeah. All right, well but thank you. you. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us about no, this conspiracy thank you show. For calling. I appreciate I'm gonna, it. I'll bring you twelve Bud Lights Good. tomorrow. Damn straight. Yeah. <laughs> you better watch yeah, out. I, I call the CIA you on you. Yeah. All right, we'll Dad. Love you. Uh, love okay. you. Love you guys. Night, big girl. Bye. 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 <laughs> I knew he'd be great to talk about that shit mm-hmm. with. He knew a lot. He did. He's up on the conspiracy shit. Every time I talk to him, we have a little conversation. We start talking to Jeff Epstein or some shit. He knows what's going on, at least as far as what the internet says. So I was like, hey, if we talk conspiracy theories, I got to talk to Big Girl. We got to call Big Girl on the phone. Mm-hmm. Got to get him on the phone. Let's take a break right now. Let's uh, play a little promo for another podcast that we love to death, that we sexually harass on a regular basis, that we send our dick pics to. Uh, let's. I don't know yet. Oh. Could be anybody. We <laughs> send a lot of dick pics. Do I'm we? just saying. Yeah. Yeah, we slang dick pics. We slang dick pics. I should say you do. No, you I mean you send some too. They don't have to be mine. I mean, you could send like nice ones. They don't have to be mine. I don't have any dick pics. Well, I'm send. just saying, you could find a bunch on the internet and then send them. It's pretty easy. I could, but why would I want to? But why would you want to? I don't know, because it's fun sometimes to fuck with people. I'll just look at pictures of my baby. Okay. After these messages, mm-hmm. we'll be right back. This is Uncle Randy Goddamn. I'm with the Married as Fuck podcast. My wife, Brooke, and I do this podcast, Goddamn. It's called Married as Fuck. Goddamn, y'all have some good taste listening to Shit happens when you party naked, goddamn. It's another husband and wife podcast, goddamn. 
Well, if you like husband and wife podcast, goddamn, you should go listen to Married as Fuck podcast. Goddamn. Right after this goddamn podcast, goddamn. Go listen to us. We talk shit. Goddamn. I say goddamn a lot. We root for Alabama. Goddamn. Mm. Auburn got in our asses. Mm. That shit hurt last night. Goddamn. Oh, I don't like that. Goddamn. All right. Come listen to our podcast. Married as fuck. Goddamn. But I'm funny. You're hilarious. Thank you. And we're back. I feel a little sleep deprived, so it's going to be fun. I think you're better when you're sleep deprived. Thank you. And we had a little coffee, even though I don't feel like. um, You're not acting like. You're probably going to have to edit that out. (coughs) That's it. And that. Yeah, that. (coughs) Ooh. (laughs) Wow. I think you broke my ears. (sighs) I don't feel the effect of the coffee anymore. I uh, don't really either. Never did. I never did either. Yeah. That's good. I want you to be able to sleep. I only will feel it when I can't sleep. That's when the coffee will kick in. Suck to be you, nerd. All right. So uh, while we're waiting for Delvin, why don't we delve into a little bit of... (laughs) That was so witty. Fist bump. Let's delve into a little Chrissy doesn't know. How do you feel about that? I'm sure I'm not going to know shit. Let's see what kind of shit you know. Shit. Shit. Wow. We've been doing this for two years, guys. <laughs> so, for Chrissy Doesn't Know, uh, I got a couple of stories. They're topical. They're Black Friday, Thanksgiving related. The first one, Walmart offers Thanksgiving workers. It's true. Measly discount in place of holiday pay. That would be such dick to do. No, this is true. Well, oh, so are all maybe. of these true? I thought there was one that's not true. We'll, we'll find out. That's the that's the game. Okay, okay, that is still the game. Yeah, I can't. I let me spoil this for you. You kind of uh, just did. I I didn't. Um, so Walmart <laughs> doesn't offer holiday pay, unlike Target and Amazon. <laughs> Target and Amazon both offer one and a half pay. So they offer like... Um, time and a half. Time and a half. That's what it's called. Yes. <laughs> Walmart does not offer holiday pay. Did you know that? I did not. Are you shocked? I am I mean, actually. I am kind of... I think of Walmart being like... Well, I mean, they probably bring on a lot of employees. Do you just mean on the day of Thanksgiving or... Full-time shifts are required on Thanksgiving and Black Friday this year. So they required people to work full-time shifts yesterday. And today. And today. They should get paid time and a half yesterday. They should, but they, they didn't. They don't get paid holiday at all. Walmart mm-hmm. doesn't do holidays anymore. They, uh-huh. give them, they give them PTO that they can use whenever. Yeah. But they don't give holiday pay. What they do instead is they give a 10% discount. 10%? Like 10% discount that they get for two days only. Oh, my God. So they don't get the 10% discount all year. They get to use their 10% discount. Two days. Like, who gives a fuck about 10%? I know. 10% ain't shit. That never motivates me to do anything. 10%. I'm like, fuck off with that. That's a tip. You don't even... We tip 20. Even when... No, no, no. That's the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Yes. It leaves you unsatisfied. Completely. Yep. Didn't even notice. You don't even notice that, Dick. I didn't even feel it. You done already? Jeez. Thanks, Just Walmart. don't even bother. Thanks, Walmart. You know what's the uh, the rub, the um, the salt in the wound, so to speak? Mm. Um, the Walton family, mm-hmm. who owns Walmart, mm-hmm. of course, is mm-hmm. worth one hundred and ninety billion 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 dollars. Wow, billion with a B. Okay, that's a B. Everybody out there, it's a B. In case these four hundred and fifty dollar microphones. You can't hear the B. That's a B <laughs> billion. So you'd think they could afford it. Yeah, like time and a half. Throw these people a bone. You got 190 billion. That's insane. I mean, it's not all cash in a vault somewhere. It's the 190 billion is part of their valuation on like their the worth of the stocks that they own for Walmart. God, you're you're turning into such a pro. I really appreciate you. Um, so <laughs> Walmart did recently raised its minimum hourly rate to eleven dollars in twenty eighteen. Thanks, mm. Obama. Like all states? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Across the company. So it doesn't matter where the Walmart is located, what the well, with the solid. state guideline is. Yeah. So you're getting eleven bucks an hour at least as a Walmart even, employee. Even as a greeter? Yeah, I would imagine the greeters get eleven dollars an hour as well. 
Wow. Yeah, don't you want to quit your job and go They a Walmart stand cleaner? there and pick their ass. They pick their ass. It's not $11 like a, $11 is a good wage, but I mean, they're not doing anything. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, I guess we might have somebody who's a Walmart creator who listens to this show, and I guess good for I think you. We've for got getting, a, yeah, we've got a lot of Walmart paid. creators that you're probably offending right now. I know, doing nothing. Listen to our show because last time I went to Walmart, I I peppered the place with our flyers and stickers, so we probably like, have a ton of need to backpedal. What do I mean? I didn't I didn't go to Walmart. <laughs> I don't shop there. That's it wasn't ridiculous. our daughter's first outing for poor people. <laughs> I, yeah, I was at Walmart earlier, actually. Like and it was our ago. daughter's first outing. And we did take our daughter to Walmart for her very first outing. It was nice. <laughs> it was nice. It's a classy way to raise a classy lady. And our daughter is going to be a classy broad. She sure is. Okay, next story. Okay. Macy's Union Square workers may go on strike on Black Friday. They might. They haven't decided yet. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, maybe I'm making it up. So uh, most of the Macy's Union Square employees already make $20 per hour. You thought $11 per hour was good? Wow. These guys are making 20 per hour currently. Most Way of them to do. shame Walmart. Yeah, no kidding. But $20 isn't good enough, right? They want higher pay. They want more affordable health insurance. So they're still thinking about doing a Black Friday strike. Wow. And they figure the Black Friday strike is smart because the company needs you on Black Friday. Totally. It's like all hands on deck. How much do they want to get paid? I don't know. 20 for like working at Macy's? I mean, you're not a fucking engineer. I mean, I hate to I hate to sound like a I don't know. But no, I totally agree. Like That's $20 seems ridiculous. an hour. What do you what what do you want? The thing is, you give them 11 bucks an hour at Walmart, then they want 12. Yeah. You give them 12, they want 13. You give them 20, they're going to want 21, 22. It's just the way it goes. You're always going to look out for your own self-interest. If I'm an employee, my self-interest is I want to get paid more. You're never going to be want... like, no, I'm only worth $11 <laughs> yeah, an hour. Yeah. I'm good. You know, I, I appreciate the offer, guys. That You, you keep uh, it. You know, $75,000 a year is, is actually a really, it's a really nice offer. But honestly, I I have an associate's degree. Yeah. That was two years at a community college. I recognize. I really, I don't think I'm worth more than 50. You guys can get away with paying me like 42. Let's just do 42,000 a year. <laughs> Let's just call it right there cuz honestly, I don't want to stress the company by taking more than I'm yeah. worth. No employee ever, ever says that. So what? You're always going to want a little bit more. Totally. That is the nature of the employee. And then the company to balance that out, they always want to pay you as little as they possibly mm-hmm. can get away with. So you mm-hmm. always have to strike this balance between I know what I'm worth and I'm going to ask for what I'm worth. And that's how negotiations work. Mm-hmm. Somebody's selling something on Facebook Marketplace. They want 300 bucks for it. What am I going to do? Offer them 310? No, I'm going to say, hey, yeah. would you take 250? I'm going to try to get them down a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, it's just, it's the nature of the beast that yeah. happens in the workplace as well. We'll see if Macy's gets fucked. Macy says they're going to be open. Strike or no strike. They say, fuck you guys. We're going to be open anyway. We're making well, probably Black not Friday everybody, money. Probably not everybody is on strike. I would guess. No, I think this is only applies to the Macy's location in Union Square. Oh, I'm sorry. So I don't know that this applies. I mean, Macy's are closing left and right. It's not like they they were decades ago when there was like a Macy's everywhere. Yeah. Every town had a Macy's, every mall. Now it's like, well, maybe we have a Macy's. I don't know. Fuck it. I'll go to Kohl's instead. Yeah. I never shop at Macy's. I go to Walmart. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Why well, I go to Macy's, I don't need I'm, I'm going to go get a claw hammer and some... Uh, I'm going to go get a steak knife set, and I'm going to go get some new Wrangler jeans. I'm going to go to Walmart. All right, here is, this one is just lovely. I love this one. A woman from Marietta, Georgia, has been accused of shooting into a KFC restaurant after she did not receive a fork and napkins. How's that for a story? Near and dear to our hearts because... Uh, I'm from Marietta, Georgia, everybody, everybody listening. Um, I'm from Marietta, Georgia is where I went to high school. It's where I grew up when I was a kid living with my parents. We lived in Cobb County in Marietta, Georgia. That's where my high school is, George Walton High School. What's up, y'all? I know I live in New England now, but I I lived in Marietta, Georgia for quite a while. Um, It's still, you know, places near and dear to my heart. And this woman from Marietta, Georgia shot into a KFC. She fired a gun into a KFC. 
This bitch takes her cleanliness seriously. Let me just tell you that. Clearly. You don't give her a napkin. What is she going to do? She's going to eat the mac and cheese with her hands and shit. That would fuck those nails right up. You know, she paid some Korean Mm. broad to do those nails. And they have some crazy nails in Atlanta. Yeah. They're all about the nails in Atlanta. What's she going to do? I mean, you could eat a biscuit with your fingers, but coleslaw? You're going to eat KFC coleslaw with your fingers? That's Mm. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How ridiculous is it? Very ridiculous. (sighs) I set you up for that one. Um, actually the incident did not occur in Marietta, Georgia. It occurred in Shelbyville, Kentucky, but she's from Marietta and she was arrested in Sandy Springs. So she was visiting Kentucky. She shot a KFC. This really happened. What do you think? That's the game, right? That's the game. You're supposed to decide and you have the benefit of being able to see me. Our listeners can't see my face. They can't, they can't try to read my tells. I think the third one is false. You think the third one is false? Yes. Well, do I have news for you? Finally fucking got you. Last week you got me. This week I get This really happened? This really fucking happened. Let me see if I can find this story so I can prove to you that it happened. It fucking Well, I believe you. So which one's fake? People are crazy. Do you want to take a guess? Which one's fake? Well, I already did. You did. Do you want to take another Yes. So one was the union, um, Walmart. You think the Walmart one is fake? Yeah. Well, I am sorry. Here's the um, Marietta one, just to prove. AJC, Atlanta uh, Journal-Constitution. That's our newspaper down in Marietta, Georgia. Here it is on the AJC.com news slash crime page. That's the lady. Everybody, we're we're looking at an image of the mugshot of the lady. She does look like she's got some fake nails, doesn't she? I can't she see does. her nails in this photo, but she looks very done up. She does. I could totally see her having her nails did before yeah. this mugshot was taken. Yeah, I agree. So, look, she didn't receive a fork or napkins. She just, like, fucked her life up over something I like know. that. That's so stupid. It's not worth Good it, Good decision y'all. making. Don't fuck your life up over some KFC. No. It's not worth shooting somebody over KFC. I promise no, you. No, I agree. I promise you, like unless they jack off into the batter that they use to make the biscuits. If you get jizz biscuits, then you have my permission to shoot into a KFC. Even if you kill someone who's completely unrelated to the incident. You probably wouldn't know. You might not ever know. I mean, unless they did it when it was um, after you cooked it and then just on it. Maybe, no. but if you jizz, that's yeah, not a jizz it. biscuit. A jizz biscuit is it goes into the dough. You yeah, have so to, then you wouldn't really know because it would get dehydrated. Why wouldn't and, you? How many how many jizz biscuits have you had in your life? I'm just saying. None, but I'm just imagining when you when you cook it, it's going to you just think blend had, right in. You think you've had no jizz? How many biscuits? have you had? How many have I made for you? Is the question. How many jizz biscuits have I fed you? None, motherfucker. You better hope I don't bust out that bread maker that we haven't used since we got married. You better hope that. <laughs> uh, you're probably right, but it's more funny to imagine that you would like bite the biscuit and you'd like, you'd have, there'd be this subtle taste and you'd kind of like chew the biscuit a little bit and you'd be like, mm, there's something off about this biscuit. I can't quite put my finger. Jizz, motherfucker, there's jizz in this biscuit. You know, like I like the idea that someone would be such a connoisseur of KFC biscuits that they could tell. And semen. They'd have to be a big semen connoisseur, they right? They would. They would. they'd have to know, like, that's that flavor. I've blown that KFC guy before. I fucking know what the kernels. I, this tastes familiar. It tastes like Jim. <laughs> tastes like Colonel cum. Because <laughs> it's Colonel Sanders, y'all. Okay. So which one was fake? Uh, I pulled a sneaky on you. Is it the Macy? None of them were fake. Oh, see, so you, dun, kind, dun, you dun. kind of insinuated that at the beginning. I did kind of insinuate that at the beginning. I I pulled a sneaky sneak on you though, so well, that's bullshit. It is kind of bullshit. Sorry, I didn't have time to make up a really good fake story this week. Is what it was. Last week I worked so hard on the fake story. What was the fake story last week? I worked so hard on it, and I can't remember it. It was the manwich. It was was the the, it was the manwich. Yeah, it was the college campuses taking the manwich. I was able to pick that out right away. I know, and I worked so hard on that. Like I was talking about rape culture and how. It's a not inclusive brand of sloppy Joe sauce because it's got man in the title. I thought it was so clever. And you were just like, yeah, this one's fake. Can I go to bed now? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, God damn it. I worked hard on that story. So you know what? Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. You don't get a fake news story this week. Maybe next week. 
Well, I guess that keeps it that keeps the game interesting. Does doesn't it? Yeah, you never know now what you're I gonna know. get from me. Now you know that's on the table. That's an option. Okay. This wifey over here is getting tired. I couldn't tell. Honestly, couldn't tell. You've only yawned 45 times in the last 60 seconds. You've set a new Guinness record for yawns. I'm like Evelyn. I go from okay to I'm ready to pass out in a second. She goes quick, doesn't she? Wicked quick. She like hits that threshold and she's like like, smiling one second and the next she's screaming. I'm a happy baby. Everything's cool. And then like, I mean... You cross that angry. two seconds, five seconds. I don't know. She's like, fuck, you put me to bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like good fellas over there. Yeah. Fuck, you put me to bed. Come on. It's funny. Quit fucking looking at me, making goo-goo eyes on me, dad. Get the fucking thing on. Put that sleep sack on me and put me in the fucking bassinet, you motherfucker. I'm trying to sleep. So how was um today was a special day. Uh, Daddy-daughter day. Yeah, daddy-daughter day. Daddy got to babysit, or not babysit, because it's not babysitting. It's not babysitting. Yeah, it's my he kid. He was watching the kid all yeah. day. Yeah, it was while just me I and the kid. Yeah, you had to work. I mean, of I course. was home, but I didn't tend to the kid. Ooh, do you hear that? Guess we'll have to hold on, Daddy Daughter. Yeah, update. we'll talk about Daddy Daughter. That's not important anyway. Hello. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Delvin? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing good. Fantastic. I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving, dude. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, so I'm really glad you could call in. I'm. This is one of our uh, most popular segments, actually, and I'm really glad to okay. present a Thanksgiving themed woke white boy weekly yeah. segment. Damn right, I'm there with that. Damn right, and of course, um, I'm I'm the woke white boy. But we have with us our honorary Caucasian. It's like when you get a PhD, you get a doctorate. Like Robin Williams had a doctorate. That guy didn't. I'd be surprised if he finished high school, right? <laughs> so it's like if Yale University can make Robin Williams an honorary doctorate because he's been in a bunch of movies and made people laugh, then I feel like it's within my power to de- bestow upon Delvin an honorary Caucasian status for this particular segment of the podcast. Does that seem outlandish? Seems fair to me. I think it seems fair as well. Hell yeah. Go download Delvin Cox Experience. Right now, actually, wait till you're done with this podcast. Then go download Delvin. Yeah, finish this one first. Yes. Then <laughs> go download that one. So, um, I've been thinking about it because it's obviously it's the Thanksgiving holiday. It's the Thanksgiving season. Um, Elizabeth Warren was on the TV. Uh, how how badly as a woke white boy? <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, don't you? I think he just, saw me no, take that just, turn. Just, he saw me turn the blinker on. Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> yeah. He saw me hit the blinker with Elizabeth Warren. So how badly as a woke white boy should I feel about how bad the Native Americans got did? And it's Thanksgiving, and we kind of celebrate the Native. This is like the one holiday where we're cool with Native Americans. The rest of the year, it's like cowboys and Indians. Fuck those guys. But uh, how badly should we feel? How guilty should I feel that I enjoyed the fuck out of a turkey? Yesterday, you know, it's it's kind of funny because Thanksgiving, if you never history behind Thanksgiving, you're like we probably shouldn't be celebrating this. <laughs> it's it's almost the equivalent of us like, hey man, we should have a day celebrating slavery. Yeah, I mean, I was you know? thinking like that would be that would be pretty cool. Um, I don't know, maybe like pick the the day the first. Uh, slave ship came over. You like you said, we could celebrate that. We could celebrate. What else have we? What else? What else, what other bad stuff have we done in this country? <laughs> Just celebrate the Vietnam War in general. Yeah, I mean, and you know, celebrate the Kardashians becoming famous. Oh gosh, yeah, we, we definitely should not celebrate, celebrate that. So how bad? Celebrate my, OJ Simpson in general. So how bad should my guilt be that I, I enjoyed? I enjoyed the holiday while Native Americans suffered. They got a trail of tears, you know, and I got a deep fried turkey. I'm, I'm going to say this. Fuck it. <laughs> no, no, why I say that? Because Thanksgiving has become so commercialized. People don't give a fuck about Thanksgiving like these people do. But they care about, like, the after show of Thanksgiving. Like, literally, Black Friday starts with Thursday. Yeah, it's not even Friday, really. It's kind of like Black Weekend. It's like a whole Black Weekend. They should just call it Freaknik. Yeah. Yeah. You just call it Black yeah. Biker Weekend. <laughs> hey, uh, do they have um, 
Do they have like, uh, what is it? It's like Black College Reunion, I think, was the one that I went to. I don't know if they have it in Miami. You went to, it was, you went to Black College Reunion? Yeah, I went to Black College Reunion. I mean, I didn't mean to, obviously. Like, look at me. Yeah, um, you're blacker than me if you went there, because I didn't uh, even go there. <laughs> it was actually really, it was really fun. A buddy of mine, me and my buddy Corey, another buddy, Jimmy, we went to uh, Daytona Beach for spring break when we were seniors in high school. And... Like the day we got there was the last day of, I think it was Black College Reunion. I think it was called Black College Reunion. And so they're, they're, the, the, the streets are lined with cars. There's people everywhere, all up and down the sidewalk. Everyone's partying, right? It looked awesome. Um, the, the cars, like people were hanging out of the cars and sitting in the, like the beds of trucks and stuff like that and just going real slow in a procession down the street. And uh, me and my buddy Corey were like, Jimmy was like, hell no, I'm staying inside the hotel room. I'm going to double bolt this door, guys. You better learn the secret knock when you want back in. But me and Corey were like, hell yeah, let's go uh, you know, Let's go see what's up with the party. Like Everyone looks like they're having a great time. Let's go say hey. So we walked up and down the, uh, the, the strip a little bit. And that was actually a ton of fun. I got asked where my surfboard was a whole bunch, but it was like, whatever. I can imagine that was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, people were having a great time. People were having a blast. You give around a bunch of black people with a lot of liquor, some fun is going to be at. Like, they're going yeah. to be doing some wild and crazy stuff. Dude, yeah. And, I mean, it was all, everything was cool. I mean, we weren't we weren't there that long, but uh, nobody got shot, shot at, you know. Everything was cool. That's a win. Everyone seemed that like they were doing definitely a win. So we shouldn't feel bad about Thanksgiving because I still feel a little bad no. about Thanksgiving. You know, I feel like a little. No, I, I think. I think the way they're looking, because I, I, I don't even call it Thanksgiving. What they call it? Indigenous Persons Day, I think it's like that. Do they call it Indigenous Persons Day? I've never heard that. I think that's oh, the yeah. thing. Yeah, that's the thing now. They call it Indigenous People's Day. Wow. To celebrate the Native Americans as opposed to things, as opposed to the pilgrims and stuff like that. It's just, Thanksgiving is kind of weird to me because you are about the same age, Jason. So yeah. you probably remember this. Just like Christopher Columbus, it's a whole lot of bullshit. Uh-huh. When we grew up, they told us a whole different story about how the pilgrims came to, um, to America. Yeah. They had the first hard winter, and then these nice Indian Native Americans came and brought them a feast. And that's how Thanksgiving started because they became friends with the Indians. They lived peacefully together in harmony and stuff like that. Sunshine is a rainbow. And then when you get older, yeah, it's weird. I thought that's where the uh, the tradition of taking a plate of food over when you get a new neighbor and you like go to their door and you're like, ding dong. You're like, hey, I made brownies. There's no weed in them, maybe. And, you know, you give the new neighbor like this nice plate of to welcome them to the neighborhood. I thought that was like the Native Americans were like, hey, welcome to America, pilgrims. Here's a turkey and some corn and please don't. Kill us all hmm. with the smallpox, and we did it anyway. Yeah, We're like thanks. Yeah, for it's turkey, crazy. Fucker. It's crazy that our history kind of just neglects to tell us that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, like yeah. I remember, like growing up, they told us Christopher Columbus discovered America, which isn't true. Since <laughs> he wasn't nowhere near American, to tell add to that. So, yeah, it's like uh, I it's thought. I thought we were buddies with the Indians on Thanksgiving, and then. You know, I'm like watching a Western movie, and I'm like, well, why are we killing all these guys? I thought they brought us turkeys, and we were like buds and shit. Mm-hmm. Now we're like shooting them all, yeah. and Tonto, and all that shit. Man, I'm feeling yeah, terrible. Yeah, only one Indian. It was Tonto. Nah, from feel, the Long Ranger. I feel really guilty about celebrating the shit out of Columbus Day, too. Uh, I, I kind of feel bad about that one. It's but like I think one. all of our holidays are just, uh, most of our holidays are crock of shit now, anyways. They're all just completely commercialized, and they're a reason to overindulge with food, alcohol, and mm. not work. Close, close businesses, have sales, and give gifts on certain holidays. That's why I like Thanksgiving, oh. though. 
It's like no gifts. You don't have to worry about that shit. I don't have to wrap anything. I don't have to think, what should I get you? Should I save the receipt in case no, you but take it it's back? So what com- size do you wear? But it's so highly commercialized with Black Friday. It is. So that's, so that's and what that's, I'm saying. Look, it's Friday of African descent, please, Christina, on this show, okay? <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. We've got like thousands of African-American listeners. It is Friday of African descent, please. especially for those in, in Europe who are not, obviously, they're not African-American. You can't say African-American Friday, so... It's Friday of African descent to be inclusive of our, our UK, you're like Idris Elba. You're completely right. Yeah. I, I have a question since you brought that up. Yeah. I thought this up today. Charlie Stone, right? Yeah. She was born in Africa. Yeah, she's like South African, right? Yeah. Yeah, that blew so, my mind when I was like 10. We had this South African kid move to school, and uh, he actually lived in my neighborhood when I was a kid. And I was all like, you're from Africa? Because you're looking pretty fucking pale, dude. And you're Jewish? You're Jewish and you're paler than me and you're from Africa? I was like, mm, that I don't really feel like these two things jive up. You sure you're not Polish? Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's weird. Because she moved here and she lives here now. Yeah. But does that make her African-American? I think maybe, technically, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think she's maybe. a citizen. Yeah, I think maybe if you if you do happen to be, I've got an Egyptian buddy. I mean, he's he's like one hundred percent. Both parents are like totally Egyptian, and he's obviously he's more Arabic. He's not Muslim. He gets kind of pissed if you if you um, accuse him of being Arabic. He's like, no, fuck you. I'm an Orthodox Christian from Egypt, and I guess technically he's African American as well, even though he he totally looks like an Arabic dude. Hmm. So yeah, it's just crazy. It's kind of weird how that works out. Yeah. If we were to move to Africa, would I be American African? If mm-hmm. I moved to Egypt or I, South Africa? And I guess so. If you, if you become a citizen of that country, I guess that probably would be uh, a factor. Yeah, but it'd be like reverse. I wouldn't be African American. I would be American African. Yeah. Let's think about that, honey. I think maybe that could be a really good experience for Evelyn, too. Like, obviously, growing up, learning about other cultures and shit. Yeah. 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 We could learn another language. That would be cool. Yeah. Africa's interesting because there are areas in Africa that are very, very nice. Like, super nice. Like, New York-style, big and robust and nice. And there are areas that just look rough. Yeah, I bet. Like what you see on TV. So I mean, it's a humongous. It's a very interesting place to live. Yeah, it's a really big. Like America fits into Africa and like I don't know Europe and and like South America. You can fit them all into the landmass of Africa in terms of like the square mileage. It's humongous. Yeah, I think people very do diverse. Huge. 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 Very diverse. Continent. Too too huge probably because. Like there's still areas that are very polished and poor because not enough resources. And people just come there and take resources for Africa. Just kind of like Black Panther, where everybody wants to um vibranium, but uh in Africa everybody wants the diamonds and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned uh Black Panther because that is the official film of Woke White Boy Weekly uh segment. So everybody rush out and watch Black oh, Panther. Right. Maybe they uh, they don't oh. celebrate uh, Thanksgiving in Africa, surely, right? They don't have any Indians over there. Yeah, I don't know. Because I was talking to somebody on another podcast from Canada, and they were like, yeah, we celebrate Black Friday. I'm like, why? Yeah. How do you celebrate Black Friday the same day we celebrate it? And y'all celebrate Thanksgiving like a month before us. Y'all just stealing our holidays now? Yeah, they're stealing our holidays. Honestly, that's cultural appropriation, if anything is. <laughs> These damn Canadians. <laughs> Goddamn Canadians. They do celebrate. They celebrate Thanksgiving also. United States, yes. Canada, some Caribbean Caribbean islands, Liberia. So how bad did the Canadians Germany, fuck Japan. up the, the American Indians, the Native Americans? Because I'm over here feeling really guilty. I lost sleep last night because all I could see was that Native American crying that single tear down his cheek because I celebrated his demise. But meanwhile, Canada, they don't get any shit. For any of this stuff, but I'm willing to bet they fucked some American Indians up too, didn't I they? I bet they did too. I bet they did. I'm a, let's look into that. Yeah. But those dastardly. I guarantee they did. You know they're they're <laughs> letting us take the fall. They're like letting us be the bad guys because we fucked up the Indians. 
And you and me are sitting here and we're not alcoholic and those Indians are like all drunk on the fire water right now. They can't handle that shit. You know, we let, let Canada slide a lot. <laughs> we do let Canada slide too of, much shit. They do a lot of stuff that nobody just shares anything about because they're Yeah, Justin Thoreau ass. I saw him dressing like an Arab. I saw him with the yeah, brown shoe polish weird, on. I don't even know what you call it. Not blackface. Yeah, it was brown face, I guess. He, yeah, I guess brown face is what it is. I guess we're going to go with brown face. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah. Son of a bitch. All right, so I'll try not to feel too guilty about Thanksgiving, even though I still do a little bit. Seems like you and Christina are telling me, don't feel so bad about it. I still feel a little bad. You know, like I feel like I'm personally responsible, even though the first Almy didn't come over to the United States until like 1912, I think it was when the first Almy came over. So like, eh, you know, I still feel pretty bad. Just say thank. Well, well, just say what you give thanks for and call it good. And eat. I will say this: there are plenty of holidays you can feel bad for as a woke white person. Hmm. Columbus Day and, and Thanksgiving, I feel pretty bad about. Uh, don't worry. You got Christmas coming up. <laughs> you yeah. got Kwanzaa. You got Valentine's Day. February and June, you can feel bad for. December is horrible. They give us. The, the shortest bus out of the year for black history. Then they add Lincoln's birthday and Valentine's Day. <laughs> so, no. Jeez. They really, they should make February like 32 days. That would be more fair. That's not a bad idea. That would be more fair. That, Jesus, now I'm going to feel bad about, uh, I'm going to feel bad about Black History Month being like three-fifths of a month. It's not even a whole month. Yeah. Not even a full month. And then, on top of that, like I said, Valentine's Day, is the big holiday of that book, which is a huge holiday for our country. Yeah, that's terrible. Oh my God. The guilt intensifies. I thought I felt bad about Thanksgiving. Maybe next year should we just get fast. I shall fast. Yeah. yeah. That'll be a as long as you get to watch some appeal for Valentine's Day, that's good. Watch what for Valentine's Day? So as long as you make sure your wife gets a great gift for Valentine's oh, Day, we'll okay. call you. I thought you were telling me I should watch uh, Roots for Valentine's Day. No. <laughs> Not on Valentine's Day. Okay. I, don't know if I, I don't know if I would recommend watching Roots. is a hard film to get through. Yeah. I've I never heard of it. Oh, we're watching Roots. That's going to be on the yeah. podcast. We'll call you in February and we'll, we'll let you know what we thought of Roots. <laughs> oh, Christina's going to oh, review yeah. Roots. It's it's um it's educational, but it's like it's like watching Schindler's List. It's heavy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's yeah. heavy. It's a dose of history. It's not Avengers. I often appreciate those movies. I think you do. Actually, you might wind up liking Roots. Yeah. You might really wind up. We're going to be even more woke in February. Let's do it. Hell yeah. We'll call you in February and we'll let you know what we thought of Roots. Okay. That's awesome. I'm waiting for that phone call. We should do a uh, supplemental director's commentary of Roots. We should just uh, watch it and record our commentary. And then people can listen to our director's commentary track as they watch Roots. We should do that. Totally. All right, uh, everybody, go check out at Delvin underscore Cox on Twitter. Go check out the Delvin Cox experience on any podcast player that you like. Hell yeah, my man. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you Thank you for making me feel less guilty about celebrating the <laughs> Indian's demise. No problem at all, my brother. All right, brother. Have a good evening. Remember, we are Delvin. We are Delvin. Hashtag we are Delvin. Have a good night. You too. That was very nice. I always love talking to Delvin. Just good people. You can hear him pretty well too. He's yeah. a good he is a good dude. Yeah. Good, solid dude. Too bad he lives in Miami. It's pretty much like the furthest part of the US continent from us. Honey. Yes. Thank you again for another stellar episode filled with professionalism. I really, really appreciate you. I love you. You got a beautiful face. We're going to go right now. We're going to say goodbye to you fine listeners. We're going to go and we are going to make a piece of pumpkin pie and a piece of pecan pie. Fuck. We're going to mix those two together. We're just going to put them right on top of each other, missionary style. Maybe use a little uh, vanilla ice cream as lubricant in that little sexual scenario. And I'm just going to go eat that with no hands. I'm just going to dive my face into that. What do you think about that, huh? I think that sounds wonderful. Wonderful. In the meantime, y'all, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving Black Friday weekend. 
Everybody, please remember to head over to kyrie.fm, K-Y-R-I-E dot F-M slash party naked. If you've got any comments on this episode, if you want to holler at me, hit me up. We're over there at the new app called Kyrie. It is a great way to interact with other listeners as well as even the podcast producers. That way you can let us know what you think about our episode, about our shenanigans. Holla at me. You got a favorite Samuel L. Jackson line you want to hear Christina read? Hey, go hit Kyrie.fm slash party naked. We love you very much. Go check out our friends at innercirclepn.com. Those are all the other podcasts in the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Christina, let me hear. Hashtag Sam PC. Hashtag. Hit me with a <laughs> hashtag Sam PC. You say it so fast. Two weeks in a row. Sam PC. <laughs> San NPC. San NPC. San NPC. Yep, and we got HTN NOS. HTN NOS. HTN NOS. Go check them out. That's Dutchy. That's Chris. We love you. Uh, we got Failing Hollywood. We got The Hood Diner. We got Plunge Podcast. And we got Any Pod. Any Pod will do. Joe Boulay, Michelle, we need to do it again sometime soon. We got to go hit that Chinese joint and record another episode. I'm telling you, I'm coming for you guys. Also, Buddy Beatdown in January, that McGregor fight. We won in on that shit. We're watching that shit, dog. Go check out innercirclepn.com. Y'all, we'll check you next week. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Don't get diabetes. We love you. Don't fuck up the Indians. Don't eat any jizz biscuits. We out. Thank you.